Were there people inside the house when they yes. threw the firebombs inside? Yes, they were yeah, inside. Houses burned by residents fed up with drugs and prostitution. It is what sparked a series of protests in South Africa. Black South Africans angry at immigrants from other African countries who they say are bringing in crime and taking their jobs. I went to meet our observers in Johannesburg and Pretoria. Saturday morning in the suburbs of Johannesburg. The police are ready. Body armor, rubber bullets and reinforcements. The residents of Rosettenville are marching again. The people who declined the permission for us to march are the police. The last time they marched, a dozen houses were burned, suspected of being drug dens and brothels run by immigrants from Nigeria. Your drug dens, they are still there. It is still your, your prostitutes who are there, your brothels. We're still going to visit those structures that we're talking about, your special task uh, forces that are going to be militant, by the way, and those special task forces are also going to start working tonight. But the police say otherwise. No house is going to be burnt today. When the crowd fails to disperse, they take action. Rosettenville was not supposed to be like this. With its quiet streets and neat houses, it was the kind of place many black South Africans dreamed of moving to. And when apartheid ended in 1994, they did, followed by immigrants from other African countries. Hi, Divine. How are you? It's good to see you. Good to see you, sir. So you're our observer here in Rosettenville. Now, it's quite a mixed town, right? Yeah. Actually, it's a mixed town. I, for one, am from Cameroon. Mm -hmm. And you see from here, mm -hmm. my neighbor here is from Mozambique, mm -hmm. you got Zimbabweans and also other nationals here. And across the road, you got South African, mm -hmm. you got Nigerian, you got from DRC Congo. Before 1994, black South Africans went to Rosettenville only for work, often as a maid or a gardener. But when nervous whites started moving away, blacks from the townships started moving in. It was a safe heaven, a beautiful place to stay, where there was no crime, no violence. Everything was cool and quiet. But that has changed. Crime has come up to an extent in this area where you find the car hijacking. We find that drugs is being sold along the streets. You also find prostitution as a way to make money. So at the end of the day, Rosetavia has become a place where crime has taken over the place. Drugs have hit the community hard. At Divine's Church, there's a weekly prayer meeting for members who have lost loved ones to drugs. When we tell people about the love of God, we, we point people to Christ. Randy lost part of his life to addiction and crime. He agrees to give us a tour that night with his sister-in-law, Taryn. Drugs are a big problem here in Rosettenville and they're taking a real toll on young people's lives. So, Randy, what happened to you? When we moved into this area, I got involved with friends and these friends were busy with stuff, doing drugs. We had guns and we got to the point You where, had guns? Yes. Okay. We, we, we got ourselves guns and we got to the point where we started robbing people on the streets. Randy was caught and spent seven years in prison. To 
This is Johannesburg Street. In Johannesburg Asia. Street. Okay. Yeah, we'll see my, many of the dealers they're in this tavern here. Randy, who are these guys on the right? Yeah, we also have some guys that are also dealing in drugs. And they usually wait on the corners to the, to, for their customers to come and approach them. So, Taryn, uh, you, you, you've been looking after babies who belong to mothers who are on drugs. How did that come about? Mothers go out at night and do their business, prostitute business, business, selling them their bodies. And then, like, if I didn't watch the kids, the kids would be left alone. Most of their pumps are Nigerian guys that they work for, sell themselves, and then go and buy the drugs with that money. And these girls on the left here, what are they doing? The ladies of the night selling themselves. And how do you know? I would used to watch some of the kids. You watch their kids? Yes. And they're still out here? Yes. Do you know their names? Not really well, they're street names. In February, angry residents marched to the police station demanding action and then took matters into their own hands, setting fire to a dozen houses that had been taken over by dealers. Manny saw it happen. I hear all the commotion, you know, all the guys coming up and down, and noise and screaming, and you can hear gunshots in the back mm -hmm. because they were burning the other mm -hmm. houses also. And then I came out and I see those three guys here, mm -hmm. and they threw the bottles or the with fire, mm -hmm. and they they throw it uh, on the on the windows, mm. and uh, the house starts on fire, and then you can see the the girls running up and down, you know. Were there people inside the house when they yes. threw the firebombs inside? Yes, they were yeah, inside. Do you think these local residents did the right thing? If they, I think so. Why? Yeah. Why? You know, you, you must, must do something if the police don't do nothing. Around the corner, we find an apartment that was burned. There are still young women living there. Why are you guys still living there? Do you, do you not have relatives? You don't, you don't have anywhere to go? At a third house, Andile Chem joins us. He organized the first march. Our march was peaceful, and our intention was not to burn houses and whatever. But unfortunately, there were criminal elements who took an opportunity of us marching. Mm -hmm. They are giving a command that you must go to this house and do this, go to that house and do this, go to house number so 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 and do this. Our peoples is not to fight foreigners. Mm. But unfortunately, seriously, since I've been, we've been involved in this, I've not found a, a South African that has stolen a house mm. and make it a brothel. They are talk, those people are talking facts because mm. you go to a spa. Mm. A spa is one of these big shops around. Mm. You'll find two South Africans out of 60 people working from mm -hmm. spa. And where are the other people from? From, from what countries? From, from mostly Zimbabwe and Mozambique, mm -hmm. and other other African countries. Andele and his group share information with the community via WhatsApp. And while he insists his group has nothing to do with burning houses, they do conduct what they call arrests of suspected dealers, saying the police aren't doing it themselves. Once you call, you say you are in this place. They will take 16 hours, or they won't come at all. That is why that is why we decided that 
we will take him ourselves to the police station. Actually, we are making job easy for the police, actually. Angele organized that first march because of an eviction from this house. Melody Nyembezi worked as a maid here for a white couple, then stayed on as a renter when they moved away. I stayed here in this house from 1994. Okay, so that's 23 years now. She fell behind on the rent when her husband retired. The sheriff, he came here and he knocked. And then he, uh, I, I get out and then he said to me, are you Melody? I said, yes. Then he said, we come to evict you. I said, to evict me without even the notice. And then he said he did send the letter. I said, I'd never see the letter. I'm not lying. I asked them, I said, who's the owner? They never told me the name. And did you ever find out who the owner is? The, the owner of the house, we won't know, because these Nigerians, is this one's going to say, I bought the house. Then after that, the other one, then the other one again. But it's only one person who was abusing me, this Frank. Andile's group moved her back into the house, and the police returned three days later. But did the police say why they were arresting you? You see, they take us there to Moffat Police Station mm -hmm. without papers, and then when we were there, they, they gave me this. Okay, and this, this is trespassing, intimidation, and contempt of court. Melody and her sister-in-law are due in court today, their third appearance on the trespassing charge. While the grandmothers wait their turn, we see Frank leaving. Can we have a word? I'm Derek Thompson from France 24. Why? Um, because I, I want to know, um, are you the owner at 52 High Street? What is it in connection with? We're doing a report about Rosettenville. Okay. We've been talking to Mrs. Nyambizi, and we're looking for the owner of 52 High Street. I'm the it, owner. You're the owner. Okay, good. I'm glad we found you. Frank tells us he purchased the house legally at auction after it was repossessed by the bank. Do you own other properties in Rosettenville or in the area? Maybe okay. one or two. I mean, I'm, I, I, it's a business. Yeah. I buy from auctions. Yeah. I buy and I sell. And they are threatening to burn it down. Mm. And that is why I'm saying I can't allow that happen because it will put me into more debt. Mm. That is not why I came here. The grandmothers finally emerge five hours later, exhausted and with bad news from the judge. She yes. said if there's no address where she, we can live, she will take us to Sun City to stay there until the next date of the trial. And what is Sun City? Sun City is a jail. A jail. A jail, prison. Yes. Prison. Yes, it's a prison. South Africa has attracted more migrants than any other country in Africa. Most of them head to the Johannesburg-Pretoria area, the economic heart of the country. And that means this center. Hi, Wellington. You're our observer here in Pretoria. Now, you're from Zimbabwe originally, and you've been working to bridge the gap between foreign nationals and South Africans. How do you do that? Yes, so um, uh, we do this. Uh, we bring together foreign nationals and uh, locals through what we call social cohesion dialogues. Mm -hmm. What are some of the issues that cause tension between the two groups? So I think there are three major issues. We have got um, high tensions of crime mm -hmm. in South Africa. One, yeah. two. Uh, we have got unemployment rate, which is mm. quite very poor in South mm. Africa. Three, also we have got the issues of uh, housing. So you were here in 2015, you remember the violence then, um, and we've seen a little bit of violence so far in two suburbs in the Joburg, Pretoria area. Do you think there's a risk that that could spread elsewhere? Remember in 2015, where it started, it started in a small area in Soweto, and then it sparked at the end to, to become the whole nation 
crying for the same thing and we can see uh, that people were being uh, injured, people were being killed.